Have you heard you can listen to your favorite news podcasts ad-free? Good news. With Amazon Music, you have access to the largest catalog of ad-free top podcasts included with your Prime membership. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app or visit amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free and catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. You are listening to Red Carpet Rendezvous with your host, Lauren Conlon. everyone, and welcome to Red Carpet Rendezvous Podcast. I'm your host, Lauren Conlon. So I hope everybody's hanging in there. Um, it's now been over 240 days since the Broadway shutdown. It's incredibly sad, and it really has been rough on the performers and the producers, the musicians, the, the artistic staff, and literally it's been rough on New York City. Over 100,000 jobs have been lost in New York City due to this shutdown, and that's also $14 billion a year that the city has lost in money from the tourism that Broadway brings to Manhattan, not only from ticket sales, but just the surrounding Times Square restaurants and shops and, and hotels. And, you know, I thought about this, and as a country, we are just really missing the arts right now. It makes me really sad, and and not that I don't appreciate what – um artists are doing over Zoom and what people are doing. I really appreciate that. But it's just, I don't know. It's just so sad. And and I talked about this a few weeks ago on Newsmax TV. But um, the good news is that Broadway is irreplaceable and that you really cannot replace live theater. So when it does come back, it's going to come back stronger than ever. Um, and I just, I know I'm counting down the days. But anyway, my brother and I, we also have a production company, Magic Shack Media. And it's just crazy because so many of our contracted gigs were from Broadway.com to help them with shoots and help them with editing. And clearly that's not happening. And I haven't totaled like the amount of money that, you know, that brings in for us every year, but it was a big chunk. So, you know, that really hurts. And and speaking of Broadway.com, there are other PR companies. Um, that you know are doing major layoffs because their bread and butter is Broadway. So this this ripple effect is is just totally insane and totally sad. Um but anyway, right before the shutdown, there was a Broadway show called Company that was right about to open. And for those of you who are faithful listeners of Red Carpet Rendezvous podcast, you know that I attended a press night for Company back in February. Um, and I interviewed the cast and Katrina Lank and Patti Lapone, And it was just such a fun night gearing up for opening. So you can go back and listen um, or, you know, or don't because it's also really sad. Um, it is sad, actually. We had no idea what was coming. We were just so excited um, for the show to open. And, you know, Katrina sang and, um, you know, the boyfriends in the cast sang. But yeah, man, that was that was fun. And, and now it's sad. But anyway, um, remember, this show was different, this version of company, because a lot of the genders were switched. So the role of April in the original, um, April is the flight attendant that dates Bobby. Now, um, April is known as Andy because Bobby um, is dating men. 
So Andy is played by the very handsome and the very talented Claiborne Elder. Now, I met Claiborne at the press event after he sang Drive a Person Crazy with the other two boyfriends, which was so good. Um, And he is seriously so sweet. He has a three-year-old son and I have two toddlers. So, you know, we bonded over that after the performance. And I've just followed him on Instagram for a while. And I followed his career. Um, He's just a relatable guy and just really down to earth. And I I first saw him a few years back on Broadway when he was um, the soldier in Sunday in the Park with George, and he understudied for Jake Gyllenhaal as well for the role of George, so he kind of had a lot on his plate there. Um, But anyway, I reached out to Claiborne as I feel like he is a Broadway performer that appears to have a really positive outlook during this this shutdown. And he is just working so hard on other things. And it's just really inspirational. Um, I really think it's so important to highlight how strong he is and just how strong the Broadway community is in general. Um, so after this quick break, I'm going to play my interview with the lovely Claiborne Elder. Everyone who knows me knows I am obsessed with sneakers and shoes, especially living in New York City. Visit YorkAthleticsMFG.com today and use my code REDCARPET at checkout for 20% off a new pair of amazing sneakers. These sneakers are so lightweight and so stylish that you can work out in them or you can just wear them all day. Don't forget, use my code REDCARPET at YorkAthleticsMFG.com today to get yourself 20% off a pair of super stylish and athletic shoes. Okay, so, oh my gosh, how are you doing? Isn't that the most weighted question in the world right now? I know, I know. know. How are you? Um, I'm fine, I'm good. I mean, after this weekend, I'm feeling even much more hopeful and dare I I say, optimistic. Yeah, Um, yeah. But- uh yeah it is it's been a strange time it's funny that the last time I saw you was on the was just before this all happened and now here we are well that's what's so weird it's like it was such an amazing event just leading up to the opening of this show which was so anticipated by so many like including me company is my favorite musical and just the 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 gender roles I was just so excited I mean and I actually had tickets for like the next weekend like I think Broadway shut down March 12th I had tickets for like the 19th yeah ridiculous so yeah and that I mean oh my gosh I just can't even imagine so where were you and what were you doing when you kind of found out that well, Broadway was shutting down? It's strange. I've heard from some people that they, who were in shows, mm-hmm. that they had some sort of idea. I feel like we had no idea. And I think it's partially because we were in the preview process. We were rehearsing all day, doing the show. We were exhausted. There wasn't a lot of time. Mm. So I think that we we really didn't think it was going to happen. And... The, the night before, oh, I remember painfully joking, like after the curtain call, we were all walking up the stairs. And I said, all right, guys, see you in a few weeks because we're going to shut down for two weeks. <laughs> Truly thinking there was no possible way. Oh, my gosh. That was March 11th. I that was March it. 11th. And then March 12th, I was at the gym on the way to the theater. Okay. And... I ran into a castmate at the gym who said, uh, "Have you heard anything? Do you know what's going on?" And I said, "No, I haven't. I haven't heard. I haven't heard anything." And just then, 
I got a phone call from my manager saying, hey, don't wow. go to the theater. Show's been shut down for just two weeks. You'll right. be back in two weeks. It'll yeah. be no big deal. So I- I'm kind of getting chills because I feel so bad. <laughs> yeah, sorry. No, no. And I immediately called my husband and was totally in shock and said, we have a house. We had just bought a house upstate. Yeah. And so I said, let's get in the car. Let's go upstate. There's going to be nothing happening here in the city for two weeks. Let's get out of town for a minute. We have a three-year-old son. We were like, yeah. get him out to the country. So I never went back to my dressing room. I never went back to the theater. I don't even oh know what's gosh. there. I mean, you, right I now you have no idea like what. No idea. So did anybody in your cast end up, I think I know if, I think Matt Doyle ended up getting COVID because his boyfriend was in Moulin Rouge. I know that whole cast got COVID, but yeah. did your, I think it was just Matt, right? Or as far as I know, it was just Matt. May, um, there may have been other people on the greater team that did, right. but right. Matt and I, I mean, other than with Bobby, who I had kind of sexy time scenes with, Matt and yes. I actually were had have a couple points in the show backstage where we're standing right next to each other for really long periods of time. We just yeah. ended up kind of in these areas. You and Matt and Bobby Conti, I assume. Yeah. Right. Me. Yeah. Okay. Just and because. So, yeah. And Kyle Dean. And so all of us, I thought we were going to get it, or I was going to get it, but never did i got tested for antibodies yeah. Never. yeah and you didn't even have the antibodies no. that's crazy yeah because i saw like the whole moulin rouge cast basically got it so i was like you guys are so lucky oh my gosh yeah. that's great so at that point also Bo, i assume is in preschool daycare whatever had they shut down yet no. no daycare hadn't shut down okay but we just said hey we called them and just said hey we're going to take a couple weeks off because we're going to go upstate but then shortly after that is, of course, when everything really shut down and we realized. Yes. yes. I, so I think it was a week later is when um, I know my kids preschool shut down about, I think it was like the 17th on uh, St. Patty's Day, because I remember we took off for New Hampshire and I actually only packed for like a week. I was like, we'll be there a week. I mean, I'm not staying literally six months later, I left New Hampshire to came, come back to the city. So it's, oh I think we were all like in the same boat there where you're like, it'll just be a few weeks. Um, but so when, at what point did you kind of say, okay, like, you know, they kept pushing back the date, right? First it was, first it was April, obviously. Um, and then it was July, right? Now, at what point were you like, I think I need to find other work here? Well, in, I mean, you know, I don't know that I, I, I did think to myself in like March, April, May, you know, everything, unemployment was still there. We were just yeah. kind of floating to see. My husband was also, he was producing the Chicago production of um, Be More Chill. Oh, wow. So he was working on that. So he lost that as well. We both lost our jobs. And so we were fine. I started, I was teaching, I was doing yeah. things, you know, I do a lot of Zoom teaching. Yeah. And um. And then what happened to, to me, we also, we had this house partially as an Airbnb rental. Mm -hmm. So we rented out and um, we decided to rent it out for a few months this summer Good. to make some money and go yeah. visit my family in Utah because okay. we never get the chance yeah. to spend that much time with my family and with the grandparents. So we went out there, quarantined, and then saw my family and spent about six weeks with my family. And while we were there, a friend of mine from high school who I haven't spoken to in 
seven or eight years. Yeah. Reached out to me and she said, I work for this kitchen company. Yeah. Kitchen products. Mm -hmm. uh, and I know that you are an ambitious home chef and they're looking for someone to be their spokesperson to essentially Amazing. teach people to cook online, make videos for their Instagram channel. Yeah. Do things. And I said, sure, absolutely. You know, mm. and um, met with them and started working with them. And now I'm, now I'm working with them, which is then on so QVC, I, right? On QVC. Yeah. I've yes. been selling their okay. stuff on QVC and, um, and um, doing all these things. I do these like desk sides where I teach cooking lessons to like people from Thrillist wow. and Men's Journal and teach them about cooking and these cooking products we make and things. Oh my gosh, and that's so very I cool. I never really sought it out. Yeah. yeah. I feel incredibly lucky. I mean, we have like a steady paycheck. We have benefits for me and my husband and my son. Oh my gosh, through QVC, that's amazing. Through this, yeah, through this company. It's called Dash. Is the okay. Oh, okay. Got it. Okay. That's so great. So it's fantastic. And, oh, wow. you know, when I was in meetings with them and they said, mm -hmm you know, do you want to work with us? This is sort of what the commitment is. I said, no, I kind of, I said, I don't think that's possible. Um, right. You know that, you know, like I am working on a TV show right now that I can't really talk about, but I'm working okay. on a TV show. Okay. started filming again and I'm a small part of it. Mm -hmm. so I'm not, it's not like I'm shooting, you know, every They're week. shooting in person though. Yeah, but we're shooting. Awesome. Okay. okay. And okay. so I said to them, you know, this TV show is going to pick up again and I'm going to have to take lots of time to do that. And yeah, I, my schedule is really weird. And eventually Broadway is going to come back and I'm going to be in a Broadway show. Mm -hmm. And they said they were so awesome and just said, we're looking for a spokesperson. We don't, we want you to be creative. We think mm -hmm. we know that that will make you better at your job. They wow. saw like the value in the fact that I was a, that I come from a performance background and that that for what yeah. they were looking for was exactly what they needed. So they were, they said, you know, absolutely. This is something we want to work with. They've been really incredible. And I feel so lucky because I never would have applied for this job. I, right. I wouldn't have even known about it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. That's so interesting um, how things work out because it's, it seems like, and I, you know, I, I told you, I follow you on Instagram and I've been so impressed with what you've been able to do. Um, you, I mean, I know that people are getting more and more real on Instagram. It's not as fake anymore with everyone being like, oh, my life is so perfect, blah, blah, blah. And you have the perfect balance of that where I'm looking at your life and I see so much of, you know, my life and your life with your toddler and, and yeah, you know, and just the way you've been able to keep a career and, and have, um, you know, have your own livelihood still and not completely be lost, you know? Yeah. Because I think a lot of people are, are in a position where they really are lost right now. Um, a lot of performers and there's only so much that you can do on zoom. I feel like performing wise and teaching wise, and it's getting so stale. I feel like. even for me, I'm like, Oh my God, like I want to do this in person. Um, but so with company and, you know, Again, do, have they given you like a, you know, guys like this, you know, when it's coming back, you guys are, you still have the part, you still, we're still going, we're going up, it's happening. Have they given you any sort of details on that? Absolutely. Or? I mean, they okay, have been, good. they've been very optimistic. Good. I think that our show was in a particularly great position, which is that we yeah. hadn't opened yet. Mm -hmm. 
So we can still have a big press opening. And the word pandemic was in our insurance policy. No way. Wait, really? Yes. That's crazy. So, I don't know. The company, the, the company had had like uh, Elliot Harper Productions, who are our producers, and also Marianne Elliott, who is our director. Yeah. They also are producing the show, which is fantastic to have the creative people being the producers, first mm -hmm. of all. Mm -hmm. But, you know, they're a British company. They have lots of other things going on. So they are a, they're a buoyant company financially. So they could kind of float through this. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, they paid us. They continued to pay us for a little while, even after the shutdown. That's so fact, awesome. Yeah, and they keep in touch with us. And in fact, last week, I was very moved by this. Last week, we got an email from them saying, hey, everyone, we know this is an incredibly difficult time. You know, I mean, we get communications with them yeah. frequently, but good. In, they said, we know that this is a particularly different, difficult time for mental health. And so we would like to pay for anybody who wants to, to go to 10 sessions of therapy on us, just submit receipts and we will pay you back. That's so the nice. Copay, we'll pay the copay. They'll pay up to, you know, they said up to a certain amount of money. So what's I want to find like in tears. Like, that's so I, awesome. I mean, there's no, they do not have to do that at exactly. all. Exactly, exactly. It was very moving. And um, so they really are, they're very compassionate people. They're looking out for us. Mm. They want us to succeed and want us to be able to make it through. And, and you know, have I think they have every intention of having us all back and having. Yeah. So they, I mean, and I know that Broadway is supposed to sort of roll out shows like one by one, little by little, but I totally feel like this show is going to be like the first one that, that opens. I genuinely do feel that way. Um, I don't know, but it's like you said, you guys were in a good position, but then there's like six that, you know, that was, wasn't that like their opening night or something that they, opening, yeah, so the awful. Night before I had run into the, the two writers who I, I sort of, I just, I'd only recently met, but sort of was friendly with them. And I saw them at a bar and went up yeah. to them. And was like, oh my gosh, you guys, tomorrow's the day. Oh. And I'm sort of haunted by that because that must have been just yeah. so difficult. Yeah, mm -hmm. totally. My brother was actually on his way to film because he, we work a lot with Broadway.com. He was on his way to film something for them. And he said he got there and the producers were like, they're like, get out, get like, you have to leave. And he was like, what's going on? But they were so stressed. They were, everything was so crazy. And he was like, yeah, something's not right. I don't know what's going on, but it's not right. So um, yeah, no, it's, it's all been totally insane. But do you think, do you actually think that, that Broadway is going to, to open again in June, 2021? Are you hopeful or, or do you think that that's unrealistic? I think June is a potentially realistic time. And I don't think it will be a full rollout of like, everything's normal. Sure. But I do think that by June, there's, it seems to me a totally uneducated person on all the, you know, um, that that could actually be possible. And, you know, people are so hungry for mm -hmm. it. And I think that we will find a way, you know, to yeah. do it. Um, what would it take for you though to sit like you again you have a three-year-old right the the repercussions of you getting COVID right your chances are knock on wood you're probably not going to be super sick however that's your three-year-old at home with you for two weeks you know that's that's a lot so what are you know 
would you feel comfortable going to a show sitting front row, like next to me, like who, you don't know where I've been. I mean, how, you know, how are you going to feel? Right now? Mm -hmm. Absolutely not. Right. I feel like science is going to advance. I feel like testing is going to advance Mm. and that there will be ways that we don't know yet that will protect us. And, and you know, that again, I'm not really qualified to guess. Like, I don't, I have no (laughs) idea. Yeah. But I do feel like, you know, I mean, it's a multiple billion dollar industry. Yeah. People, people are finding ways around it. You know, I mean, like this, this TV show I'm working on, just the fact that we can go into production, nobody would have thought that was possible six months ago, but they figured out ways to do it and do it safely. I feel like the same thing might happen. And I, I don't know what it is, but I feel like it's just so much time will have passed that we, you know, it's so, it's so tough for me just because I, you know, I, I talked to Ken Davenport earlier um, this summer and, you know, he brought up a lot of good points because right now, I don't know if you know this, they're letting like 20,000 people into like the Dallas Cowboys stadium. Like they've got, it's crazy. It's 20,000 people. I know it seems like 80,000 or whatever. And I don't even know if it's called like the stadium. I'm like an idiot when it comes to that. Like, yeah, I know sports. Yeah. Um, whatever. Sports happen. Uh-huh. Yeah, exactly. But, you know, Ken, he brought up these great points where it's like, yeah, we obviously know you can't roll out a show and not seat the entire theater because number one, you wouldn't make any money, you'd lose it. And number two, it's like you as a performer, you don't get, you, you can't really, I mean, you could right? you're professional, but you, you don't do your best work. I'm assuming if there's like one person in the theater, like you try, but it's not the same. But it's not the magic of a live theater experience. Exactly. Exactly. Um, and also the cast is, the cast is so close and all to, on top of each other that the risk of spread there would be greater than the audience. And that would have to be a problem solved first. And we're yes. not going to do shows with face coverings. You know what I mean? No, exactly. And you can't be expected to like, I don't know, like I guess monitor every person in the cast. Everybody's a family or a syndicate, whatever. They take the train home. It's like, it's just a mess. So I think that the vaccine is the first step in the right direction. Um, so I think that's really great. I've heard rumblings about, um, and again, I, you know, obviously I don't have these, like, it's not like factual, but like rumblings of like theaters being rebuilt almost to put up plexiglass places. But it's funny that, that you bring this, this up with the, uh, the performers. I didn't actually think about that. I was actually only thinking of the audience. Like, oh, I would feel safe as an audience member. However, obviously performers and artistic staff and tech getting COVID, that kind of ruins the whole thing then if, you know, you know so. Exactly. Just what you said, we all have yeah. family in life. We can't, you know, I know I've heard of like, people filming movies and like they all go into a quarantine they all go exactly. like British baking show which I'm obsessed with it's <laughs> happening right now but they all went, like the British baking show camp and yes. stayed there and quarantined and then all just stayed there we yeah. can't do that you this can't do that this is, so you know, that's the difference I think between filming is that they're all going to remote location and staying there for two weeks and this is why Broadway unfortunately is the last thing that we can actually bring back or live entertainment let's say ballet operas and and again I was disappointed at like the Disney on ice and the stupid Sesame Street shit because I took my daughter and now my son gets like the shit end of the stick for all of this I'm like sorry you can't do anything you know um but again my biggest fear is getting it and being quarantined with them again I love my kids so much I don't have to say that you know you know that yeah but oh my gosh I can't do it I can't do it I let them watch so much tv that like so much tv candy 
TV. Oh my God, yes. But then, but then when you try to turn off the TV, it's like the meltdowns that ensue and you're like, oh my gosh, what have I done? And then I'm like always Googling like, are, are COVID kids going to be the dumb kids that got so much TV that like, yeah. So <laughs> I'm like, I need to stop because I can't handle that again. Like that's what I don't want like it's at very, all. It's very challenging. It's yeah. Mm -hmm. And how have you, how have you sort of made the experience for Bo kind of a normal one, I guess? How have we? I mean, (laughs) we were lucky in that. So we came up here. We're in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. Upstate. Upstate. And about 10 minutes from us is another gay couple with a daughter who is a week older than Bo. That's so so lucky. So lucky. So in about May, like the beginning of May, after we'd all quarantined for a long time, Mm -hmm. we said to them, like, let's pod up. Yes. And you can, then we can do the exchange and they would bring her over and for four hour stretches and we would bring him over there for four hour stretches so we could all get things done and work. And he had some socialization and because they're both only children to just have another kid to play with and around. Yes. And yes. now they're best friends, which is super fun. And he's got his, oh, uh, you know. Yeah. But it's difficult to explain to a three-year-old why they can't go to the park and why they yeah. can't hug somebody. And, you know, yeah. it, it's been. Do you let him go to the park now? Or are you guys still like not cool at the park? We, we've gone to some parks. Yeah, same. Some parks, but not, you know, like yeah. two city parks. We were actually, yeah. we were in Washington, D.C. this week. For my the first time I've performed in front of a live audience since March. <sighs> That's so weekend. nice. That's so great. Or like socially distanced brunch. Like that's so nice. You were just hired to sing and yeah, yeah. yeah. By this the American Pops Orchestra, which does a lot of um, they do a lot of like work with political things. Okay. Yeah, you're so busy. You're like the busiest, but you are. You really are. It's kind of incredible. Dumb. Or I I just say yes. I say yes to a lot of things. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. we were down there because my husband, this is actually really fun, directed a show, which is a drag queen Christmas performance. Oh my gosh. Is it, is it the one on Showtime or is it the, there's a... Sh- no, okay. it's going gonna, it's gonna to be streamed. It's going to be okay. streamed in like December 19th, I think. Oh my from gosh. American Pops Orchestra as well. And so he happened to be there. And so we came down while he was directing this thing. And they had, we lost the performer for this show on Sunday and so on Saturday or on Friday they said can you guys stay an extra day so (laughs) they can and can you sing like a little set can you sing like a five song set brunch and I was like yes (laughs) (laughs) I don't care how much it pays I don't care whatever just please Um, wait you're so funny wow okay and you you're so good you have just like a set you just have like your songbook and you're like here we go and that's you know, that. Little, you know, yeah. it was all like jazz. It was things they were, they basically said, sing whatever you love to sing. So that okay. would be like, yes, these cool. Things. But it was this brunch that was like the day after the Biden announcement was made. And Aww. it was all these political people from both sides of the fence. Yeah, fence. yeah. And, um, I mean, it was a very charged week to be in, in BC. I agree. You're saying that mad. But. Right, right. No, that's that's incredible. That's so nice that you were able to do that. And it's so awesome that your husband like has these opportunities that, you know, you can sort of like see yourself in or you can sort of like, you know, like it's nice. You guys are not totally in the same field, but you 
are, you sort of are, um, which is great. It's funny you said that about the neighbors. We did the same thing. Our neighbors were quarantining and we, they were a little bit older than my kids, but like, it was still, they were so desperate. They were like six and eight and they were like so desperate to get out that they were just like, yes, let's come over. And we did. And it was so, so helpful. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. A little reprieve, just something for them to do. exactly and I found my daughter you know she gave up naps at like three and during quarantine the poor thing I was like I think she's depressed because she's like four and a half and she was like sleeping and like during the day I know and I was like this is so terrible like this needs to stop like right now yeah Yeah. I mean it was the total for them too a total shift even though you know totally yeah but and I think you did the right thing um by obviously leaving and going upstate and I and I say like I was you know, not thrilled being in New Hampshire, but if, you know, thinking back on it, like March, April, that's when like, you couldn't even leave the house. Imagine telling your kid, you all of a sudden you go about your normal day and now you can't even leave the house. Like, right. I mean, that is enough to F up a kid. And also we were, all of us had no idea what was going to happen. It was the end of the world a little bit. Like, right. So true. It was like bodies after bodies. Yeah. Crazy. But it is nice that, you know, things are looking up, especially after last week. Um, yeah, so I, I'm, I'm very hopeful. Uh, And again, I mentioned this before, but I really don't think that people are covering live entertainment and Broadway and just how you guys don't, you don't get checks really anymore. Like everybody else is getting checks except for you guys. And it's so messed up. Like it's so messed up. I mean, I I don't really understand. Yeah. Yeah. And it's been fascinating to see the creative pivots my friends are making, you know, friends who are finding, and you know, maybe they're just things to do right now. And maybe it's something they'll do forever. Maybe, you know, that'll be their thing and that'll be great too. But it's been fascinating to watch people discover, discover the other things they're good at, discover how they can make money. Really, and it you sucks know. because a lot of people don't have to do that except for you guys. Like other people are like, I'm just looking for a job in the same field and I'll do other things on the side. You guys can't do like other things in your field on the side, which is crazy. You're, you're stuck doing Zooms, teaching. I mean, it's it's totally crazy. And, and do you think or, or do you know of anybody who is just not coming back? Like they moved out of the city, they can't perform and they're probably just not coming back. No, I don't think I know anybody who has made that designation. Good, that's although, great. Yeah, although July, I feel like July every other day was a picture of somebody in their empty apartment saying, I lived in this apartment for 15 years. I'm leaving it now. Yeah. Who knows yeah. when I'll be back, you know. So and I mean, crazy. even personally, there, for me, there are two friends that I've, I've, I've had since I was 15 who live in New York. Neither of them are theater people, but... They're like my closest people. Both of them left the city. Yeah, um, wow. And, and it's, I don't know what it will be like when I go back. It will be a very different thing. And yeah. you know, now I am going back a lot more. We still have our apartment and I'm having to go back for things starting. Yeah, I think you're you're gonna like it. I, I was so excited to come back. And I actually don't, I don't really see too much of a difference. I'll be honest with you. It really is not dead. I mean, it, it really is not. I mean, the kids like, 
I will say the playgrounds have freaked me out because they are so packed that it's like Please. you would think. Oh, because they've got to get out and do stuff. Yeah. Yes. They, the kids have to get out and run. And I found parents that I've said, oh, do you want to have a play date? And they're like, no, we can go to the park. And I'm like, I would rather lick your floors than go to this yeah. park. Like, I would, like, I don't understand your reasoning, but they're, and I straight up ask them, I'm very like candidate. I'm like, I truly want to understand. And they're like, because my kids are always cooped up. I need to run around. I'm like, okay, fair enough. Just don't pick like a peak playground time. Like yeah, right at three o'clock and it's work. peak playground. Yeah. And I'm like, oh my gosh. And like so, masks and yeah. hands, you know, like there are things that are still like yes. I, Bo, my son, who's three years old, wears a mask. And yeah. once yeah. he saw other kids doing it, yeah, he was like, yeah, fine. I wear a mask. Yeah. I don't that's great. My so, two-year-old, he won't wear one, but my four-year-old does, obviously. Yeah, you. but two, I'm, if they say two and up, and that's where I'm like, oh my gosh, kick me what? out because he won't wear it. Yeah, Especially boys. Doing? I feel like boys are just like, Bleh. so yeah. yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, You posted this thing the other day. I just wanted to wrap up with that, but yep. it was so cute when you were singing to him and how you said you couldn't get through the song because you were crying. That, I was just that happens to me like randomly all the time. Is that not, I was singing something from Secret Garden. It was like the Lily song when she's like, you know, and yes. And try singing the Lily song that she sings to Colin on. Yeah. Try singing it to him. You will not get through it. I'm telling you, you will start bawling. You are going to be like, I, I know it's insane. But that's why I was like, oh my gosh, we like, we are so similar. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it is, it's hard. It's, yeah, I, I, he and I, so we actually, this I'll, interesting story I'll leave you with, but yeah, when we left New York in March, my music director, Rodney Bush, mm -hmm. who I'm good friends with, good friends with, but not best friends with, yeah, we were leaving town. They were saying, we're closing the bridges, we're, you know, and I said to him, hey, we're going up to the house upstate. Why don't you just come with us Aww. for a weekend or a week or something yeah. just so you can get out of town, you know? He stayed with us for three and a half months. Wait, 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 seriously? Yeah. And then oh we my ended up writing all sorts of music. We did, we had music time every day after dinner. We had music time, which was Bo's favorite thing in the world. I play the, the fiddle and the violin. Yeah. He would play the guitar. I, I have so much FOMO right now of quarantine. I wish I was in your house quarantining. That's amazing. Crazy. It was sort of magical and sort of yeah. wonderful. And, and, um, and so we had all this wow. music in the house and... And it, we felt a little like refugees, you know, like I, I, he, once he stayed for a while, I just couldn't imagine saying you should go home. And we were yeah. to stay. And we had so much music and so much life in it, which yeah. really saved us. And That's so incredible. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I have, I have total FOMO. <laughs> like, I wish I was quarantining with you guys. <laughs> and he's the musical director for company. No, no, he's my music for like myself. Oh, no. Sorry, you're so okay, okay, got it. That's so fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like your vocal coach and like your okay, cool. That's so awesome. Oh my gosh. And it's great that your husband's so chill and he's like, yeah, sure, whatever. More the no, merrier. Yeah. Well, and actually all of us ended up writing a we've adapted the poems of Walt Whitman into folk music, and my husband's sort of adapting it into nice. a theater piece, and we're We've continued to write it and like record the demos and things. And it's just wow. all came out of being trapped together in a house during COVID. Yeah. I think that this time last or this time next year, we're all going to look back and think of how much we accomplished and be thankful for it. I hope. 
Yeah. Um, or just how much we ate and laid around. Which is yes, why not? Too. Like, <laughs> I did a lot of that, you know? I. It's, oh my gosh, totally. I actually went to the doctor this morning and I had to fill out a form of how many alcoholic beverages you had. I was like, six, six, seven. I don't even know. Yeah. Are we talking per day or week? I don't times know. three. Let me just yeah, times three that. Um, yeah, but anyway. Well, this has I'll been so nice. Yeah, thank you so much. Claiborne, I love him. And I hope you guys enjoyed um, Claiborne as much as I did. No doubt he's going to be back on the stage as soon as Broadway is back up and running. And um, in the meantime, he's just an incredible person, an incredible host and dad. And um, yeah, I just I encourage you guys all to follow him on Instagram as well. But thanks for listening, guys. And if you like this podcast, please don't forget to rate and subscribe on Apple or wherever you listen to podcasts. Until next time. Thanks for listening to Red Carpet Rendezvous. Until next time. Until next time.